Well, hello, hello. This is your host, Mark Dunnigan, and this is another episode of The Daily Answer. Glad that you've joined us for this morning's show. I want to talk about the idea of the small number needed. Uh, in Genesis chapter 18, God was willing to spare the wicked cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and the other cities of the plain. Um, if there were, as Abraham said, suppose there were only 10 righteous people, only 10 righteous people found there, Genesis 18.32. And God said, I will not destroy it if there are 10 righteous people there. That's not many individuals. That is clearly a minority, a small number. And what could have saved those cities from disaster were, were not like better economic policies or smarter economic policies or smarter social policies from some human think tank or task force. Rather, 10 righteous people people that were living godly, upright, honest lives. And maybe just a heads up to all the legislators out there, to the governors of the various states, to our president and vice president. Stop creating another task force. Pick up the Bible. Once a society reaches the tipping point, only repentance and righteousness can bring it back from the brink. Learn the lesson of Jeremiah 18, or the book of Jonah, or the various messages in the prophets, Isaiah, Jeremiah. The way back was always through godly living, repentance, the forsaking of sin and selfishness. You know, Ezekiel said in the book of Ezekiel 22, verse 30, that God had searched for a man who would stand in the gap. I take that the moral gap, the kind of the wall that protects a nation or a city, that, that moral wall that holds things together, that keeps cities from descending into chaos and crime and drugs and, you know, terrible neighborhoods and unsafe places, that sort of wall. And it's interesting, though, that Ezekiel did not describe as God searching for, I need a million men, or I need a hundred thousand men. He said, I'm looking for just one. Ezekiel 22, 30, I'm looking for one man that will stand in the gap. As if he says, that's really all I need. Really, all I need is one moral, godly individual who won't lie and who won't keep perpetuating the lies of an ungodly culture. You know, Jesus said that his disciples would be the light of the world and the salt of the earth. And that's in Matthew 5, the Sermon on the Mount, verses 13 through 16. And it's a good section of scripture to read from time to time, particularly chapters 5, 6, and 7. At the same time, in that same section of passages in the Sermon on the Mount, okay, they're the light of the world, the salt of the earth, but he equally noted that they there will be few of them. The way to life is narrow, not because it's hard to find, not because God is trying to purposely keep people from finding it, not because it's so difficult that the average person cannot understand it or, or live that lifestyle, but because it demands something that a whole lot of people are not 
don't seem to be willing to give. That is to live unselfish lives. Someone said that the average person, and I don't know, hope this isn't true, but they think it's true. The average person is not really concerned about freedom. They're concerned about comfort or earthly, kind of a superficial safety, but not real safety, not true safety. You know, at times we think that things can only be accomplished or nothing's going to change unless the numbers of those involved are large. I think it's tempting to think that. There's really no way to turn this country around until we get most people on board. Nope, that's not true. Or that improvement cannot happen unless, like Christians, are in the majority. That's not true either. God often speaks of the remnant in both in both the Old and New Testament. The rem, a remnant is a small portion. It's the minority. But in the Old Testament, a remnant would come back and rebuild Jerusalem, the altar, the temple. The remnant would do that. In the New Testament, the remnant is the church. Jews and people of a Gentile background who come to Christ and bow the knee and as a result end up changing the world for the better. You know, only a small portion of the Jewish nation actually came back to the land, but that did not stop or hinder the rebuilding of the altar, the temple, the walls, and the city. Someone said what we learned when the Soviet Union, the old Soviet Union collapsed back in the 80s, that it only takes a few to bring about change. It only takes a few honest people to undermine evil. You know, after that fall, we learned that there are a number of things that in the West that we had speculated about communism or life under communism that we found out were simply not true. One myth that many people in the West had believed was that the people in communist countries, the reason that they're, they turn to spying on each other and turning each other in and betraying their friends was because that they were forced to do that at the point of a gun. Either do that or we take your life. One in three people was an informer in East Germany. One in three citizens was someone who was turning into neighbors. But guess what? No gun was to their head. We learned that. That theory was not true. Instead, people stumbled over themselves to betray others. Because but such betrayals came, maybe a better apartment, human praise, and virtue signaling. They could pat themselves on the back and they were praised by man, you've done your duty. You know, kind of a little bit like what happened in Canada during the COVID lockdowns where Canadians informed on each other and then boasted on Facebook of how they were saving people's lives. I like what someone said for years, the common line of thinking was that the Soviet Union was here to stay. It was perpetual. It was almost eternal. And we'll just have to learn to deal with them and don't criticize them for their evil ways because that might make them mad. Kind of like the current philosophy with China right now. 
Ronald Reagan came along with a very simple policy. We win, they lose, period. A good reminder that in Hebrews 12, 28, the only indestructible empire out there is the kingdom of God. One thing that we should have learned from history, if we're still studying it, is that human empires are far from indestructible. And not only that, they're not even close to eternal. They are not perpetual empires. Rome was not perpetual, neither was Babylon or Assyrian or the great Egyptian or Hittite empires of the past that have come and gone. And so we need to learn that. Communist China is not perpetual, neither is North Korea or Iran. They are all extremely fragile because what they all have in common is they cannot handle any sort of criticism, even constructive criticism. The people running those systems are so in love with their intellects and their ideology that they can never admit failure. So adjustments for the better never can be made. If a policy is not working, well, it can't be the fault of their policy. They come up with a policy and they're smart people. Rather, people in the system must be undermining that policy. And so those people need to be ratted out, tortured, brainwashed, and imprisoned. Guess what? It only takes a very few to bring down a big evil system. That is why such systems are so fearful and aggressive in punishing any deviation. You know, in fact, the smallest things can undermine what looks like so indestructible. Bootleg Chuck Norris movies brought down the communist regime in Romania. Yeah, that's what I heard from people there. Because the people saw in such movies, especially during the action scenes, who are often in convenience and grocery stores in America, that what they observed was that the shelves were stocked with food. Stalin would not allow the movie The Grapes of Wrath with a young Henry Fonda to be shown in the Soviet Union. And you go like, that's odd because that showed America at its lowest point. Okay, but here's what he saw, that the people in the Soviet Union would recognize immediately that even the poorest people in America had a truck. And that could undo the entire communist empire, that simple truth. You know, currently Islam is so fragile that at the Dome of the Rock in Jerusalem, you cannot even have a Bible or wear a cross as a necklace. That's how fearful they are of Christianity and the power of the gospel. That shows the fragility of a system. One writer who lived under the old Soviet system said that it really only takes one individual who decides, I'm going to stop lying today to bring the homo system down. The same writer noted that in the prison camps, there were clearly not enough guards to guard everyone and that you could have escaped. But the prisoners actually ended up running the camps and becoming just as evil as the guards, or a number of the prisoners did. So be careful about thinking that the people in North Korea, Russia, or China, that they all want freedom and that there are too many guards keeping them in line. That's not the entire truth. I often have assumed that most people want freedom. I might be wrong on that. One writer said that most people do not want freedom, rather they just want someone to take care of them 
and they're often willing to sacrifice their freedom for government-provided pottage. There are people in this country like that. Just give me a little dumpy apartment, some quote-unquote free health care, which there's not, there, that does not exist. Someone always pays for it. Enough money for my booze or weed or my distractions. Good internet. And I will obediently post all the lies of the culture. And I will be your obedient slave. You know, one reason why America is still free is that we have a segment of the population that refuses to lie. Thank you. If that's what, if you're one of those, if you're one of them, one of those salt crystals or grains of salt, thank you for being the salt and light this past year. Does it take a majority? Not even near a majority. It just takes a handful of people to say, we're not going to lie. We will pursue righteousness. This is Mark Dunnigan for The Daily Answer. Until next time, we'll see you in the funny papers.